It is time for week number four. Well, three weeks are in the books already. We're previewing week number four. It's State Champs Indiana Extra Point presented by Lawrence and the Logical University. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. Go to ltuathletics.com. Click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports and football. My name is Greg Regstraw, joined by the Baz, Bob Stan. Bazzy, hello, my friend. How you doing? Just awesome after another great weekend of high school football action here in Indiana. All right, so I, I got to have number one versus number two in my game on Friday night. Who'd you have this past Friday? Uh, we uh, were out at Northfield when Northfield hosted McConaughey in their first game of the season, by the way, because they yeah. had been COVIDed out for the first two weeks, and Northfield jumped on them early and off. And this is a very young McConaughey team, 26 freshmen and sophomores in the program right now, and their third or fourth head coach like in five years, Tyler Campbell, all 24 years age, uh, old young man up there. But, you know, they're going to be okay as the season progresses, but Northfield comes away with a big 48 to nothing victory in a huge TRC battle. I know it's their third years, that much I know, as far as McConaughey. They have gone from Brett Colby. Uh, they had a gentleman up there for one year and Coach Purcell, who is now back down here in this neck of the woods. Uh, and then, obviously, as you talked about, uh, their young coach they have now. So they'll get things on, on the right uh, side of things. For me, again, it was one versus two. It was Center Grove. It was Carmel. And it was more competitive than last year's get-together, which Center Grove won 42 nothing. But the Copper Kettle heads back to Johnson County. Center Grove, 41-14 winners over Carmel. Uh, again, dominant in the running game. Daniel Weems, 130 yards rushing. Uh, Drew Wheat, over 200 yards rushing. Each of those running backs had two touchdowns for Center Grove. Taven Jackson threw the ball when he needed to. Carmel simply could not run Center Grove, and that has been the MO of this defense against both Warren and Carmel, is that there have been some plays that you can make in the passing game you're not going to run uh, against the front four that Eric Moore has put together of Caden Curry, Carl Biddings, James Schott, and, and Owen Green. Again, three of those young men, Division One caliber players. The fourth is going to play college football at some level in Owen Green. It certainly appears, Baz, that for a second year in a row that there is perhaps not an equal in 6A football to the Center Grove Trojans. You know, everything I've been reading up north, uh, I would have to agree because we're not real strong up here, to be quite honest with you, in 6A football in numbers uh, like they are in central Indiana. And this is uh, everything I read. Uh, they're ranked number 10 nationally now. Uh, Center Grove is just a whale of a juggernaut of a football program down there in uh, in central Indiana. Well, you've got one team that has slain a couple of 6A powers, at least in the Fort Wayne area so far. And you and I have talked about them virtually every week that if there is going to be a state champ coming from the Fort Wayne area, it appears to be Bishop Lures. Tell me about their victory against Homestead over the weekend. Well, it was a big victory. There was no doubt about it. Uh, they went in there and, and got Homestead by the score of 45 to 42. Clark had another phenomenal night throwing the football, Greg. He's, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the state of Indiana. Uh, the kid threw for uh, 354 yards, uh, three touchdowns, 23 of 33. But another thing that the, the Knights out of Lures High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana have done, uh, they've They've really got a running attack in Lake. I mean, he had over 100 yards. Uh, Glenn had 155 yards. Why holding not a player uh, 
got over 100 yards for Homestead in that ball game, and it was a seesaw game. As we said, it was either going to be a blowout or a three-point game. Oh, by the way, I hit it on the nose. But I, you just look at this. Uh, Lure scored their final touchdown with 17 seconds to go to seal the deal, to get the victory, and remain undefeated in the SAC, which is huge, as you well know. No doubt about that. So Lures gets to 3-0, and and again, I think Lures has to be the favorite, despite the fact, and correct if I'm wrong, they are the smallest member at this point uh, of the yes. Summit Athletic Conference. So great start for Lures and the Knights and what they have done through three weeks of the season. And their schedule, perhaps a bit front-loaded, still going to be tough. There's there's a Dwinger matchup still lurking uh, for them at this point. Um, but kind of the same thing we'd say about Center Grove in terms of having a front-loaded schedule. Already victories over Warren Central and Carmel by 24 and 27 points, respectively. I'll see Center Grove one more time before the postseason. It is this week when they play they host to Ben Day. These two played for the semi-state two years ago. Center Grove won in uh, Bob's favorite type of game. You want to drop that phrase about six minutes on the podcast? I'm telling you, it was a slobber knocker. Absolutely it was. But I didn't know the score. It just takes my word for it that verbatim that it was a slobber knocker type of game. I'm not sure what to expect this time around. Again, Center Grove is going to be the favorite. But it's a Ben Davis team that brings back and back in Juwan Swanson. They tend to spread the field and go four wide at all times. They don't mind being aggressive. They probably play analytics as much as any big staff here in the, here in the central Indiana area with head coach Jason Simmons and – out my buddy Ali that runs special teams, but also kind of handles the stats and the research. He's an author, for goodness sake. So they'll do some things differently. And they have put up some arcade-like numbers the last two weeks. After losing to Brownsburg 33-22, they scored 59 on Avon. They put 45 on Pike last week. Again, it is a far different team and a far different defense that they are playing this week. But I do think Ben Davis offensively is equipped to give Center Grove some problems. Again, because Center Grove has simply allowed two teams that usually run dominant in terms of Warren Central and Carmel. They have not been able to run the football in either of those two league games so far. After this week for Center Grove, Really, the next big test they have is Cathedral in week number nine. So, again, the train appears to be rolling as far as the Trojans are concerned. You and I are both active members of the Indiana High School Football Fans page on Facebook. And there was a question put forth, I think, on Saturday or Sunday. You know, give me three teams that have been really impressive to you or three teams that have been surprises. You put Lures down first, but there were two other teams from your neck of the woods that are catching your attention right now, Baz. Who would those two teams be? Oh, there's no doubt about it. From here in Indiana, Oak Hill. Oak Hill High School right now, 3-0 and for the first time since ever. I mean, when you really think about it, and they got this running back uh, at Oak Hill by uh, Turnacek. And what he's doing is erasing all of his dad's records at Oak Hill. Matter of fact, when his dad played at Oak Hill, they won the state title. Uh, back in the day. So he's erasing all that. And I think a team that's going to surprise some people because they have been so quiet for so long is Tippy Valley High School. Greg, they have three linemen uh, that are six plus foot tall and over 300 pounds and they move. Matter of fact, one of them 
lost 30 pounds and he's weighing in at just 350 now. And But the big thing is he's moving. And this is a team that is a juggernaut on the offensive side. And you better have some depth to be able to them on the line play because these kids under Coach Moriarty is really playing well. And, and I can tell you, they're surprising a lot of people. We thought here in this area they were going to be good. They are good. And, oh, by the way, both Oak Hill and Valley, 3A football teams up here in the north. All right. So. With that, other teams we've talked about a semi-decent amount here in the Indianapolis area. First of all, the beat rolls on for Cathedral, uh, running clock against Penn in the second half. I know Penn is not what they normally are in most seasons, uh, but 37-0, that was a score at halftime. That was a score at the end of the game between Kip and Penn. I referenced the fact that what Ben able to do over the course of beating Pike. The other game that got my attention locally, Westfield beating Brownsburg, or was I deserve to mention, those teams played in state champions games ago. The other thing to, to, to point out would be the fact that Ron Colley beat Chittard. Again, not a surprise. Frankly, that game was a little more competitive than I thought it would be. Uh, Ron Colley won that game 20-21, to 21, um, and I thought that would be maybe more of a two-score game, a three-score game, um, you know, whatever the case may be. The fact that it was a one-score game, and Ron Colley led that game 28-14. Chittard kind of tacked on a final touchdown to make it a one-score game. Knowing that those two are in the same classification, those two are in the same section, both those two being defending state champs, Chittard having moved up from the 3A ranks a year ago. So just knowing that those two are going to play each other again, whether it's week one, week two, week three of the sectional, that's a game that kind of catches my attention from elsewhere across uh, central Indiana. All right, there's always, I try to do this a, a couple of times on the show and just say, okay, here are some teams that are kind of off the beaten path or or achievements that deserve to be referenced because you, you tend to focus on the Fort Wayne area. Obviously, I focus on, on a lot of the mixed schools and the 6A powerhouses here in central Indiana. But elsewhere around the state, a couple of things that deserve to be mentioned. Congratulations to the Seymour Owls. They beat Columbus East for the first time in 19 years, winning 28-24. Every other school in the Hoosier Hills Conference can feel their pain because Columbus East had not lost a conference game since week nine of 2006. The Olympians had won, including postseason games, 107 consecutive games against HHC rivals. If you just count the regular season games, that streak was at 96 consecutive games. So if you were a freshman or a sophomore that played in that game, there's a good chance you weren't alive the last time that they lost a conference game. And if you played for Seymour, you certainly weren't alive the last time the Owls beat Columbus East. Now, Bob Gaddis retired at the end of the year. Uh, Eddie Vogel is just the third head coach in the history of Columbus East High School football. And when coaches step away, there's usually a reason why. Probably saw there was a bit of a talent drop-off coming for the Olympians. So, again, the, the thought was the streak was probably going to end at some point in time this year. But congratulations to the Seymour Owls on that accomplishment. The other school that I want to make sure I give a tip of the cap to would be Owen Valley. The Patriots are 3-0 for the first time in six years. That's not too long of a stretch of time. But in the last three years, 
Owen Valley had won a combined four games. They have a first-year head coach in Rob Gibson. Rob is from South Putnam, played at Marion University, was on the staff at Greencastle the last few years, and he has OV rolling. They have a brand-new turf field down in Spencer, and uh, they have christened it by going 3-0, and including getting a road victory at Indian Creek on Friday night. Congratulations to Owen Valley, 3-0 and on the season. Bob, anybody else that deserves a mention before we start to look ahead at what we have coming up in week number four? I don't think there's any doubt about it. Southern Wells back playing high school varsity football this season after taking a year off because of numbers. And uh, they got some numbers, and these are all young kids, and they played JV football last year. Very excited for the Raiders uh, to get back on Friday nights and uh, playing high school varsity football. Really excited for the people over Panito, Indiana, because that has been, as you well know, a rich, rich football tradition over there. All right, so with that, my friend, who you got in week number four? Well, we'll be headed out uh, for the MSD Bowl. It's going out to the Castle Southwood as they'll be hosting Norfield in uh, the MSD Bowl out there. Uh, we'll have that slobber knocker uh, with pregame at 630 on 105.9 to bash and kickoff at 7. But you got to remember now, Southwood just had their winning streak snapped, a 34 consecutive games on regular season snapped. Uh, they got a streak started last week. Can they continue? Or does Northfield come off of their first one of the season, really pushing hard, strong, confident football? And Coach Baker, I'm going to tell you what. Southwood in the past, as you all know, set up and predicated everything off of the pass. This year, they're setting everything up and predicating everything off of the run. Two teams going to run the football. I guarantee you, the first play of the game is going to be a pass. <laughs> Always the way that it works out. Again, my game is Ben Davis in Center Grove. You can catch that on my TV 23 and the ISC Sports Network. One other uh, tip of the cap to give to a, a school that, again, doesn't need them because they've been so good in football. Adam Central uh, played a neutral site game on Saturday down in Mount Vernon, as in the one in Fortville, not the one in Evansville, against Park Heritage, a really good two-way team, and the Jets got a big win. Don't be surprised if Adam Central is a team that is playing deep into November as far as 1A is concerned. That'll do it for this week's show. Let's thank our friends at Lawrence Technological University. Be sure to recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. For the Bazzi and everybody, Kevin behind the scenes, this has been State Champs Indiana Extra Point.